T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 5 o'clock, Sports Radio 94, WIP. Jack Fritz and Ike Reese reacting to the press conference heard around the world. Uh, John Clark reporting a deal is expected for veteran defensive coordinator Vic Fangio, according to ESPN. He's leaving the Dolphins to be closer to home. He is from the Scranton area. Scranton! Oh, good old Scranton. How far is Scranton from here? Uh, probably about two hours, two and a half hours. But that's not that close. <laughs> it's close enough. <laughs> close There's no team that's closer. <laughs> Well, that's not true. And it's also closer to to, it's it's closer to here than it is to Miami. It is, but also Giants and Jets are probably closer because that's where the Yankees affiliate is. Is in Scranton, Wilkesbury. Okay, okay. That doesn't mean there are plenty of affiliates all over. He's a Phillies fan. He is a Phillies fan. He's a noted Phillies fan. He said he said in his year off he couldn't wait to get back and and connect it to his beloved Phils. So when we get him on the show, I don't care at all what (laughs) what you're gonna. Due to the defense, just let me know who you want to. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. Who do you want leading off? Yeah, how do you feel about the fills there, Vic? How do you? How, do you... how about that? Yeah. And so, yeah, so he was here as the consultant when they went to the World went to the World Series, right? Yeah. Why don't you stay as a consultant? Just stay, man. Yeah. You know, what a great gig. You know, there's no pressure on you. You know, for real. Yeah, you're not getting blamed for anything. You're not getting fired. You're probably getting. A, a you might decent... get promoted in week 13. Yeah, you get a decent chunk of change. Yeah. You know, just stay yeah. as a consultant. And now, now you're in the line of fire. I know. <laughs> Pressure's on, Vic. Pressure's on. I am glad they went for experienced defensive coordinator, though. I am, too. Like, I, I, thought, I thought if they had experienced defensive coordinator in the Super Bowl, they'd probably win. Just from the standpoint of, like, they've seen so much, mm-hmm. you know. And, again, if you, if you bring in experience on defense, offense, I mean, Kingsburg technically was a head coach, uh, and, and Reich, like, it's, it goes from inexperience to experience very quickly, which I think they need. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what other parts – they sort of bring in, you know, linebacker coach, safety coach, D-line coach. What coaches do you keep versus which ones are leaving? It sounds like Petula is going to be here. I'm what is he again? What is Kevin Petula? Tight end? Because he wasn't a quarterback's coach. <laughs> no, that was Tanny. Yeah, that was Tanny. Yeah. It's not the running back's coach. That's Jamal Singleton. That, that, that's Singleton. And so, yeah, I think he's tight end. Okay. I think so. I'm glad we're keeping the tight ends coach around. Got well, it. <laughs> well, you know what? He may get moved to quarterback's coach. Yeah. I mean, that's what, they that's what they did with Walsh. Passing so. game coordinator. Oh. That, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, he yeah. may get moved to quarterback. He may. Maybe. Who knows? Well, I think Andy went from – did Andy go from tight end to quarterback's coach to, to head coach? I don't think they had passing game coordinators when Andy was coming up. So, yeah, I think that's probably yeah. how we did it. I know he was Brett's quarterback coach. He wasn't the OC. But I thought maybe he was a tight ends coach, too. I think he probably started there as a tight end. Assistant yeah. offensive line and tight ends coach. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> Big red. Yeah. Um, and, and one name to throw out, they'll never pay him, but if they really want to fix the linebacker thing, mm-hmm. Patrick Queen's the guy. Oh, are you kidding? Come on. Come on. They paid Roquan, so they probably can't pay him. Who, Baltimore? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore finds a way to pay him. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they, they're the ones that value They, they invested in him, yeah. And, and as a matter of fact, how would that look that you traded for a guy and paid him and you don't pay the guy you drafted in the first round? I know. I know. If any team's going to pay both their linebackers, it's Baltimore. Or the Niners. Or the Niners or Pittsburgh. Or, yeah. Or, teams that love linebackers. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, two of the best teams in football this year. Completely agree. Niners, Ravens, both have, have good linebacker play. Howie brought it up on on in, in the press conference, and I think I like to say he was listening to the show because mm-hmm. we brought up this point, uh, about how when they went to the Super Bowl, the two times, they had good, competent linebacker play. And they did. And when they let those guys go, the, the defense had fallen apart. Now, they did pay Bradham. Uh, like Maybe they got burned by the Bradham thing and didn't want to do it Should have kept again. Jordan Hicks. He would have cost a lot more. Because remember, he got, he got a big uh, paycheck to go out to Arizona. Yep. 
So Hicks and and C.J. Edwards again. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was good money for a linebacker, but that's not. It wasn't crazy money. No. It was not crazy. You could have made it work. Yeah. Now maybe the C.J. Gardner Johnson thing was causing a problem with that because they were trying to decide do we want C.J. Mm-hmm. or T.J. Um, and had they known more earlier about C.J., maybe T.J. Edwards is back. I don't know. But and I'll, and I'll still say it. I said it then. We should have kept C.J. and T.J. I said it then. They're younger. They have a longer or bit, or their window stays open longer as far as being in their prime. Yeah. So if that means you have to pay a little more to keep C.J., you see what you just gave Bradbury, and you're ready to get rid of him after one year. Mm-hmm. So you certainly would have had C.J. G.J. longer than one year, and you wouldn't have paid him nearly the money you paid Bradbury. You wouldn't have to would have had to trade a fifth and a third, or not a fifth for for uh, Bayard. For Bayard, yep. Yeah. You wouldn't have had to trade for Bayard, yep. You could have just kept C.J. And we'd still have our safety here. Yep. Uh, and, and T.J. Edwards, like, T.J., I think, likes being an eagle. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, I never bought into this. Oh, he, he wanted to go back to Chicago. Yeah, he wanted to leave a Super Bowl team to go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he is from Chicago. I don't think I ever said I wanted to go to Cincinnati and play for the Bengals during that time. You, you feel me? Like, yeah. I don't think I ever said that. Yeah. Well, listen. The, and, and we, <laughs> you wanna, I want to go to a losing franchise so I can be closer to home. I know. Now, again. I don't want to make this all about Mike Trout, but you are in a loser franchise. You could be coming back and put this team over the top. Grow up, Mike. <laughs> Gets back to the Phillies Always eventually. <laughs> Nobody better. Nobody better at finding a way to get it back to the Phillies. All right, let's get to what we do every day around this time, and that is the top five of five today with Dan Wilson. Haven't had a chance to talk about it a ton here on this show, but longtime Philadelphia Philly, longest tenured positional player, Reese ah. Hoskins, is no longer with the Phillies. Along with Doc Rivers, headed out to Milwaukee. <laughs> Two years, $34 million contract. The Reese Hoskins era is officially over here in Philadelphia. So, good run. It was a good run. It was we're a g- good run. We're going to count down his top five best moments in a Phillies uniform. Just as he would want it, we know that he only wants us to write and talk about the good things. Yeah. Wow. So, although I am disappointed in you, you know, he's like, "We're going to do a countdown, and there's no jolly drop." Well, you can't go from 17. You I want know. You do top 17, well, Hoskins. He, but he also has the. Why don't we count it down? Five, you know? four, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I mean, isn't every top five a countdown? Yeah, but no, some are countdowns. Some sort of say you gotta you, you spread your wings with the top five. Five. <laughs> not all right. just countdowns. <laughs> All right, what do you got? <laughs> Number five, fifth best moment of Reese Hoskins' Phillies career. We're going to take you back to March 28th, 2019, opening day against the Atlanta Braves. Bases loaded in the seventh. Hoskins steps up to the plate. Jackson delivers in the pitch. Hit deep. Left field. Back is Acuna. He looks up. It's gone. A grand slam. Start with a bang. It's their third homer of the day. And the first career slam for Reese Hoskins. Yeah, that was great. Uh, the opening day, 2019. So that was the first year of Kutch. That was the first year of Segura. Like, they they brought in a, the first offseason that the team's added all those all-stars. Uh, Bryce's first game. And, you know, Reese's first big grand slam off of the Braves. So uh, it was an electric moment. Electric. I do not remember that moment. Well, so – McCutcheon led the game off of the home run. I remember, remember that. that? Yeah. yeah, so it was kind of close late. It was like 6-3, mm-hmm. and then Hoskins did that. and, and, wow. and blew it. it was probably the seventh inning, seventh, eighth inning. It was the seventh, yeah. Yeah, I'm listening to that. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I've heard that one. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's good. good. I like it, yeah. What's number four? Number four, also in 2019. We're going to go to April 24th, 2019 at City Field. Oh, yeah. It was a Wednesday night. Now on Tuesday, J- Mets reliever Jacob Rame had given him two different pitches. It's chin music. And... Following night, Hoskins takes him deep. Take a listen. Paul's hit well to left field. Going back on it is yeah. McNeil. He jumps. It's gone. A two-run home run for Hoskins. And watch how long it takes him to get around the bases. He's going to soak this all in. And the Phillies take a 6-0 lead. This is a beautiful try. 33 seconds. Yeah. And that's the reason why I do remember this one, because I remember that. Uh, T-Mac making that exact call during that time. And, yeah, Reese was literally – he was basically power walking around the bases. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if that was a real jog. Yeah, he, he threw it his head. <laughs> he did not like that they threw yeah. it his head, and he and he made him pay. Reese had a good amount of, like, uh, 
A little bit of a bleep you sometimes. Oh, yeah. And and that's what you 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 really started to appreciate about him is that you you realize he had that in him. Yep. He's because he's sort of quiet, and even when he talks, it's it's in a deliberate, monotone sort of way to where he seems to always have control of his emotions. I'm pretty sure where he completely lost his emotions will be at number one. Yeah. But that that's that that is the typical way Reese normally showed sort of his emotion is that he would get you back that way. What I liked about Reese, always felt like a top step guy. He was always in the top. Remember he yelled at Yankees fans on oh, yeah. the top step of the oh, dugout? he's top yeah. stepman. Yeah, he's ready to go, top man. Stepman. He's a top step. I was not. I don't know if that's shocking. I was. You were. You were a You were in the dugout. Head, yeah. In the dugout. I throw out the. I throw out the 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 grenade, and then and then everyone else had to do my dirty work. And you keep the book exactly out in, out in your corner. Fifty three straight perfect books. What's next? By the way, I wanted to hear the Francie call of that. Not in there. Guess who was producing the game? That would be you. Might have been me. Yeah, you didn't save the audio. <laughs> I don't I mean, care. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you talking about? Come on. I don't care at all. I'd like I to know what Francis Poe I save it for myself. Good I don't job, s- Dan. Way to call him out. I don't save it for everyone <laughs> else. There's nothing. In, I went in your folder. It's not even in there. Well, what are you going to do? Got in the chest pad. <laughs> What's next? Number three, Ike, interesting that you mentioned his emotions because this was an interview he gave. Now, the night they clinched the playoff spot, October 3rd, 2022, in Houston, Pat McCarthy asked him what it means to get to the playoffs. He's seen a lot of losing here. Here's how it sounded. How does it feel to finally get a chance to play postseason baseball? Yeah, I mean, this is why we play. It's why we play. Um, yeah, a lot of blood, a lot of sweat, a lot of tears. It's a great group, guys. It's a great group. It's a great group. I'm just excited. I, I don't even know what to say. What a group of guys. What a group of coaches. All of the staff, the whole traveling party, all of the media guys. It's a group effort. Um, without anybody that's here right now, we don't get here. So it's a beautiful thing. I know Bryce is, is mm. here. I know a lot mm. of these guys are here. I never felt happier for any Philly yes, during sir. the last two – well, not that last year. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I never felt happier for anyone more than Reese. Yep. Because Reese is here in 17. Yep. He was our first guy. He was the first guy people believed in. And him getting that moment last year heading into the postseason was just amazing. And uh, that was before Pat McCarthy was a traitor. <laughs> and went up and did the and joined the Mets broadcast. Yeah, glad to hear he's doing well after getting hit by the car. But I, I think I think uh, myself and Chris might have been Reese's first appearance, like on WIP because you guys did a weekly with him, didn't you? Yeah, well, and and yeah, it started with him when he when they first called him up when he first got called up. So yeah, and it was he went on that home run barrage and. So yeah, I think I think me and uh, Chris Carlin were the first ones to to have him on. We still has the record for the for the quickest or the fastest, or most amount of home runs in the first fifty at bats. Something like that. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. So he he got off to a pretty hot start after it, he started these zero for eleven. It was August, right? Yeah. Or was it September? It was August. It was August. Uh, yeah, I knew it was late. Yeah. He had a horrible September. Yeah. That yeah. followed. Yeah. Yeah. That was after he talked to me and Chris Carlin. Yeah. 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 You, you, you guys were why. <laughs> Wonder why you guys are the mush. Who could forget? Who could forget besides Dan Wilson that Reese was terrible in September of 2017? How about that? Way to bring it back. Way to bring it back. Wilson, back to Reese reality. Day. Yes. Yeah. 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 Great yeah, job. What man. a guy. Classic yeah, Buzzkill. No, it's Buzzkill. It's Buzzkill. Buzzkill. It was awful. Right. Way to hold him accountable. Right. The team sucked, Buzz. What's next? <laughs> Number two, October 23rd, 2022. It's not the home run everybody remembers. The Dave Bedlam at the bank, but that scoring. Got started that day. Earlier in the game, Reese Hoskins, a two-run shot off of Darvish. 3-0 pitch. Swung on. Hit deep left field. And the Phillies have the lead. Reese Hoskins comes up huge again. His fifth homer of the playoffs. His fourth of the league championship series. Got to be honest. I think you're wrong. Ooh, I right. think you're wrong. I, I think the I think the two home run game should have been there early in the series because they don't win. They might not win that series. They were down. They were down four and two at one of them, and then you put them on top. Would six you agree four. the clincher belongs on the list? I think the clincher belongs on the list. Okay, but I think the two home run game where they were down in both of those, and then he put them on top, probably ahead of the the, the clincher home run. Mm. I mean, two home run game in the NLCS is it's big is, time. Is, is pretty important. Yeah. So that's my only, my only, my all only right, all right, all right. I thought that deserved a spot in the I list. Didn't, didn't want to go overly, you know. Listen, you knew he was throwing a dagger back at you. Well, I knew he was. 
<laughs> you knew that was coming. Did you cut the audio of that one, too? Or? I was not doing the game that day. Yeah, I know. Actually, I was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the buck stops with you. All right. My plan, All right my give plan. us the number give one. Give us the number one. one. Number I don't one. know if there's ever been a more obvious number one in top five history. We're going to go October 14th, 2022, NLDS game three. Reese Hoskins facing booze earlier in the game, steps to the plate. Two on, one out. And the pitch. Swung on, did it, crushed, and the Phillies are going to lead it four to nothing. A three-run home run for Reese Hoskins. His first postseason home run, and he's sprinting around third base. What a moment! Here at Citizens Bank Park. God, it was the greatest. Mm. It was the greatest. I, man, I, I, I they got the goose with, with the chicken skin, like Bryce will say, man. I, I got it. And it makes me so happy that it's like, Woo. I love the 07 to 11 run. I was kind of tired of hearing the highlights. Yes, I totally agree. Like, now that it's yes. still kind of fresh, it brings you right back. And I, yes. I listen, Bedlam happened. There's, there's been some great moments. I still think that was the loudest Citizens Bank Park has been in the last two years. It was Dude. ridiculous. Everyone says that. Even people who were at Bedlam and that. I was, that at, was, both. I was, I was at both the, of them. I was at that one, not the Bedlam, so I can't say. But. Yeah. Yeah. That that um, <laughs> That's one thing I'll say, man. I know this year it ended poorly in the NLCS, but, man, these these two playoff runs that the Phillies went on, man, like that 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 is how you get the 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 youth back into baseball. Like, those are moments that the young people are going to carry with them for the next 10, 15, 20 years. Now, yeah. hopefully it's not a decade in between. Right. I, was, I haven't heard a baseball's dying show in a while. Yeah, yeah. it's been a while. Yeah, we used yeah. to do that a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah. A, a little bit. And I know they haven't won the World Series. I know they got to one. I know they choked. Knocking out the Braves in back-to-back postseason series is a pretty good bit. It's a pretty good bit. It is. <laughs> it is. When, especially when the Braves have clearly been the best team oh, yeah. in baseball the two, last two years. Yeah. And now we're in their head. You yeah. know, it, it, like I know the Braves won the World Series in 2021, but now it's got to hurt losing to the Phillies in back-to-back dude, years. Dude, no one likes losing to us. No. We don't let you forget. <laughs> we don't let you forget it. I know. <laughs> even, even the Patriots, who have won six Super Bowls, are like, well, they, I would, they probably take a loss to who? Seattle? Seattle or somebody yeah, yeah. rather than us for rather, sure rather than for us sure. no one likes losing to philadelphia no, we, we don't let you forget but yeah reese uh Man. again came up 17 it was our first real hope and uh you know up and uh, turned to a polarizing figure around here but he was a good dude yes patient hit home yes. runs and i'm wishing him well out in milwaukee he makes his return june 3rd and, and, and let me tell you this and we heard it in the i think the number three clip that you played the, the interview yes was, number yes. three so you heard you heard him choking up there uh, and speaking about it. And that's the one thing about Reese that I know I always appreciated. Um, he cared. You know, so many of these guys, they play, and, you know, you don't know if they feel the way you feel, if it hurts them the way it hurts you. Uh, to me, Reese Hoskins cared about his teammates. He, he took pride in being a Philly. It was a team that drafted him. He was here. Like, I, I – I always appreciated that about him because it was like he carried on that mantle that that where he wore the Phillies uniform with pride. And he was he was proud to be one of the longest tenure guys, him and him and Aaron Nola being here. Like he wore that as a badge of honor of being like, yeah, I was here when things weren't very good. And to see it get turned around to where it is now, you certainly appreciate it more. And I know he appreciated it more when they finally got back to the playoffs and then to the World Series. Uh, last year, not, cr- not this past year, the year before. It's crazy how much is it played out like Burl. <laughs> I mean, Burl got the last. It was there in 08. He'd yep. been through all the, the down years. He got now he got the ring. Mm-hmm. Reese didn't. Uh, Reese didn't get the swan song this year, which stinks. I, I, like, it would have been fun to have Reese. fun to have him bat at least one time in the world. And he the, was close. The, the Kurt Gibson moment. Oh, you're so close. <laughs> it, him uh, throwing out the first pitch to, to start the postseason, mm-hmm. that was a, a really cool moment. And, yeah, I mean, him and him and Jamie have just ingratiated themselves great into the into the community Yes, and, uh, and that's the other part. Yes, right, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well, yeah, but, the, the, like, the community stuff they've done the last couple of years, they felt like Philadelphians. They mm-hmm. lived here in the offseason. Uh, I'll never forget the story of Jamie. She bought a whole section beer in, in last year in the yep, playoffs like yep. just cool stuff he was at eagles games sixers games flyers games like yeah you're right he was around here because he's in the offseason and everything i think he took it personally to put the phillies back on the map he went down and he was in the home run derby down in washington that bryce won i remember that you yep. know where it was like uh, the phillies have arrived like i'm back i uh i'll miss reese 
polarizing, yeah. but still a, a good dude. Yeah, I agree. What do you got, Buzz? Well, I was going to say, like, to the, your point about Burl, he came up as a left fielder, mm-hmm. which is like, <laughs> it oh, that was like terrible. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, remember that. that? That was terrible. If you thought Schwarber was bad. Yeah, really. Yeah, Reese was out there running in quicksand. Um, <laughs> Did turn a triple play, though. <laughs> See, I didn't even remember that, Buzz. Yeah. I didn't even remember that. Um, and I'm happy he got a nice little piece of change, man. $34 million, I know he gets a chance to opt out. So if he has a big year out there, he may get an even longer-term deal, but he has at least $34 million. Um, it's pretty good. Bank. Yeah. And for a guy coming off an ACL, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, you, yes, sir. you take that. Especially, yep. he's probably just me DHing. I don't and he's getting older. Yep. So you don't know when you're going to get these opportunities to get that size of a contract. Plus, anymore. he came up later, so he, his salary is always yep. depreciated. Yep. Maybe we something. thought those years, I'm sitting here looking at his numbers. I'm like, oh, yeah, they had him at a bargain oh my gosh, when he yeah. was hitting 29 home runs, 32 home runs. So I think he came off at 25. 24, 25, which is really late. Yeah. Which really oh, that late. was the age he came up at? Okay. He was getting blocked by Tommy Joseph. Who could forget? <laughs> Tojo. Tojo. Uh, this segment sponsored by Guided Door Window. Take advantage of Guided Door Window's big winter sale. Through the month of January, receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDE or visit goguida.com. Carl is in Ardmore. What's happening, Carl? Can you hear me? Hold on. Can well, you hear me? We got you. We got Carl. you, brother. All right. Give me three. Give me some time for three quickies. Number one. Um, Pause. Two. Two. Two points about today. Uh, I thought that uh, Suriano's um, introductory speech was the worst, uh, if you remember it. But I think he's equal to today. He said nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, he repeats himself three or four times. Uh, you know, there's the, he, he's saying, you know, I don't know, which is why I'm listening in. And um, <laughs> he, he he really gave us nothing. Uh, number two. The, the defensive coordinator who they jumped on because I was watching my phone while waiting for you. And at first they said that uh, Fangio was let go. And then within seconds, we're jumping on him. So obviously they had their eyes on him. He's well, that's probably the why the press conference was delayed by 30 minutes. Uh, you may be right. <laughs> yeah, they and gave him a call. Hold on, Vic. Don't go anywhere. We got to go do this <laughs> press conference. We'll be back. You got it. So he's been in football 41 years, 33 years in the NFL. And we know about how poorly – uh, the Dolphins did defensively, but like us, they had a lot of injuries. They, a lot they of injuries, them. yep. But but here's the here's the thing that would concern me: where I uh, uh, the coach, our coach, he he's been in, he's been a, a head coach at Denver, he's had a lot of experience. So people who've been calling in all week and saying, I want somebody who's a coordinator who's ready to stop in or excuse me, step in if uh, Suriano's let go. Well, you got your guy because he was a head coach. The question is, will the offensive coordinator? also have been a head coach and then he's got he's looking left and right uh as to who's you know who's gonna um give me a hard time so those are my football comments my baseball comment about hoskins is this i remember watching the game the exhibition game when he hurt his towards acl me and too. I, mm-hmm. i'm an orthopedist so I, I immediately figured out what was wrong and i felt oh, oh there goes the season so here's a question for you guys if he doesn't go down and he has a Hoskins year, you know, what, 30, 40 home runs, 100 RBIs, streaky. What happens? Does he stay? Because uh, Bryce at that point was not ready to come in the first base. They were, you know, going, he was just DH. Mm-hmm. So what would have, what would have happened? Uh, we yeah. don't have, it's a, it's a, it's something that I don't know the answer to. For sure. And I appreciate the call, uh, mm-hmm. Carl. You know, I, I had this thought in the post, in the postseason when when things were going well before they swung at every pitch in games four, five, six, and seven, mm-hmm. uh, that it was a blessing in disguise. Actually, the the Reese injury because it allowed Bryce to play first base, which might be a long term home for him. Uh, good at it. I mean, Reese is not a good defensive first baseman, and yeah. it allowed Rojas and Marsh to play center and left, whereas like your your outfield defense goes up times times a million. Um, so like from that standpoint, I think it's a bit of a blessing in disguise, but they needed, they needed a patient righty bat, you know, like at the deadline, that's what I wanted. I wanted a righty bat with power. Well, that that would have been Reese Hoskins. So, um, I don't know. It it might've played out differently, but I I think going forward in long-term getting Bryce to first base, getting Marsh in left field, figuring out if Ross can play center. It's 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 an, uh, an important outcome for this team. Yeah, and as much as I wanted Reese to be back, and and I'm not going to act as if I didn't want Reese back, but I I certainly can understand better now that long term wise, it just didn't make a lot of sense, right? And so you don't want to tie up money into something that is not necessarily beneficial for you. It may benefit you this year, 
But long-term wise, it didn't make a lot of sense. You had the big deal you had to do with Aaron Nola this offseason. You got the extend Wheeler. Yes, they got that. I was just going to say, now, and then you got the extending uh, Zach Wheeler portion of it. And then you got to figure out, okay, where where am I allocating the money I already have allocated to these players? How do I make sure I maximize that and get the most out of them? Actually keeping Reese only clouds that picture more than it does clear it up. Now, I thought maybe if you want to sign a one-year prove-it deal, they'd find a way to make it work because he's a great Philly and mm. they need a righty bat. Yeah. Um, but it just – if you're he's getting two years, $34 million from the Brewers, like he, or 38 maybe. It's 34. 34. Okay, yeah. whatever. Uh, if he's getting that, then he, I'm not – you can't – Yeah. Resigning. Yeah, I can't be upset. Now we're back to Castellanos being our, our right-handed bat. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's good talking some baseball. <laughs> By the way, Reese, Hos- on your face. Uh, Reese Hoskins' biggest fan, Tom Kelly, coming up at 6 o'clock. Oh, there you go, Teeks. Uh, TK, but fake oh, ace Aaron Nola. <laughs> Always positive on the Phillies. You know, it's, it's good stuff. It's good Does stuff. have his Eagles sweater on a day. Oh, man, it's a big press conference. Feeling good. Big press conference. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Howie's answer on what happened with Sean Desai and the Matt Patricia decision. You'll hear that next along with the text line and the rest of your phone calls. Get in now. 215-592-9494. It's the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese. A lot of rumors out there about Vic Fangio uh, wanting to return, I guess, close to his family in Scranton two hours away, mm-hmm. uh, to to become the Eagles defensive coordinator. You know, as you, as you go through it, some some good numbers for him. Uh, the, the, the Dolphins were third in sacks last year okay. with, with 56. Uh, they were third in pressure rate. So okay. that's something this team desperately needed. I don't think Vic Fangio would be dropping uh, Hassan Reddick. No, in, in, in coverage, not not often. I tell you that much. Not seven times in a game when you <laughs> haven't touched the quarterback in weeks. Uh, the Twitter question <laughs> sponsored by Marks Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring? Visit Marks Jewelers for diamond engagement rings that fit every budget. Online at marks-jewelers.com. Who would you rather have as defensive coordinator, Ike, Vic Fangio or Ron Rivera? Uh Wink Martindale. <laughs> not, not was not an option. Oh. Uh, well, because at least Ron Rivera, Mike Caldwell interviewed. Ron Rivera interviewed. Yeah, he did. I, I, I would have rather gone with Mike Caldwell. Okay. Of 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 the guys that they've interviewed, um, over Fangio, even over Fangio. But I understand where Vic Fangio. You you hire him, and you don't have to worry about that side of the football. Well, and you don't have to worry about can this guy run Fangio principles, right? Can, can, yeah, you don't have to worry about all that stuff. This this is the architect of, you're, of that. You're getting Fangio. <laughs> yes, you're getting Fangio. Yeah, I. Yep. I'm good with it. Like, yeah, like it, I, got, I, I certainly don't have a problem with it. And again, like I, I was not a, a a Gannon guy, but the defense worked for a year. It did. Um, and if this is the if if Fangio's obviously the godfather of the defense, I'd rather have the godfather of the defense that wants to be here, um, over whatever happened last mm-hmm. year. So, um, we'll go back to the phones here in a second on the text line coming up. But Howie Roseman, they they asked him about the the demotion of Sean Desai. What was his role in that? I thought his answer here was very interesting. Here's Howie Roseman. Howie, what was your involvement in, in the process that led to Sean Desai's demotion? Uh, you know, coach comes to me and tells me kind of what he's thinking. Um, no different than um, when he decided to give Shane the play calling duty. And he said, hey, this is what uh, I'm going to do. Um, I trust him with the coaching staff. That's his responsibility, just like he trusts me with my front office staff. And um, that's how we're structured here. That's how the relationship works. And uh, I always want to be a supporter for him and a resource. So um, if he needs me to do something, if he asks me a question, if he asks me um, an opinion, you know, in a situation like this, um, he had made up his mind. He had made a decision, and I'm going to support him. Would have loved to see Nick go to Howie with a question about the person he has in his front office. <laughs> Would have loved to see that conversation. Yeah. What are we doing with these guys on defense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really buy it. Uh, frankly, mm-hmm. but he did. I mean, he he put that he put it squarely on Nick. You know, yeah. like he he made that very clear that was Nick's decision. So I, and it completely backfired. Yeah, so, and he's still here, and he's still here. So I guess like you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if it, I think it was truly his decision, and there was no one else involved, and it collapsed like that, I'm not sure. That's a that's, that's, a, a fireball e- that's offense. an easily fireball offense. Yes. yes. Yeah. So. Again, yes, <laughs> we know. I think we know it was Howie, <laughs> but it was interesting. I thought he went so hard in it. 
Like, mm-hmm. he, you know, he, well, he knows that 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 perception is out there, and the last thing they would want um, is to validate anyone who believes the front office is interfering with coaching changes during the season and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's part of what Nick gets paid to do, which is take the hits. <laughs> the fall guy. Let's uh, go back to the phones and talk to Nick in college. What's happening, Nick? What's up, afternoon crew? What's up, Nick? Uh, first of all, can we just handle Mad Mike from KOP or wherever he's from now? Can we just treat him like like a Cowboys fan? Well, he is. He probably. Well, I don't know if he's even a Cowboys fan. I don't know well, what he, he is. He's like a creep. I'd, I'd rather him admit. I'd rather have him be just a Cowboys fan, so we know why I so much hate. I right. Mean, he was only happy for seven <laughs> minutes, like the Eagles win the World Series, and for three and a half minutes he was kissing Brandon Graham's ass, and then the Phillies win the World Series, and. For three and a half minutes, he was happy, and then that's it. Seven minutes of joy in 20 years. Of- <laughs> yeah, well, some people yeah. are like that, Nick. I don't know what to tell you. Now, uh, I'm glad Vic's, Vic's coming home. Uh, I mean, it's writing a, he's going to write a wrong that freaking Gannon screwed up last year and caused all this turmoil this year on defense to the point that we were out of playoffs because that defense couldn't stop anybody for six weeks. Mm-hmm. So that that's good. And, and like you guys said, it's good to have a, a a seasoned defensive coordinator. So if something happens with Nikki Nikki, uh, you know, first down marker guy, <laughs> if he has a problem this year, we we have somebody who can slide right in without big much turmoil. I would like to have a nice positive uh, play caller also that is maybe previous head coach, right? Like you said, yeah. that, that makes sense too because yep. th- that way you have a little more stability. And and like we've said before in the past. When you hit these bumpy roads, you have something to fall back on. I'm mm-hmm. not saying these young guys can't fall back on stuff. But when you have a lot more history and plays and, and, and just crucial situations and crucial games, you're, you you can react slightly better. You still might make a bad call and make the wrong decision, mm-hmm. but it's through experience. Well, so. and it was interesting. Right. It was interesting Sirianni said a couple times today about how the offense got stale, you know, and, and yeah, well, if you have someone to bounce ideas like, well, off of it. Doing? Uh, well, I'd have been like, yeah, like, what are you doing? If the <laughs> offense goes, like, it's, it's so frustrating. Look, we knew we weren't going to get any answers today. As long as the actions, I've always said this, as long as the actions follow through and if, the Vic, Vic, if Vic comes home tomorrow, that'll make me happy. And then we find an offensive coordinator and we'll find out right away next year if Jalen's on board or off board. We'll, we'll know right away. Uh, you know, we doesn't mean just because we could lose games, but if the offense looks better and Jalen looks better and and there's more harmony, it looks like that that'll be positive. But we'll see. And and uh, and Fritz, man, stop complaining about Eagles always being late. They don't care about you. They don't care about you and your two o'clock show. I know. know. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> you know a little, a little, but be prompt. You know what I mean? They had look clearly. Hopefully, they were doing some important stuff. But even if they weren't, they know they have to. But why you can't? Why you tell? Here's my problem, Nick. Why do yeah. you tell me two thirty and you got a meeting? Why, why can't? Why can't? Dude, just do the meeting at twelve. I don't care. Are you, are you gonna? Are you gonna stop broadcasting and turn turn WIP off? No. If they come on late. No. You're no. Gonna do your thing, but, and then I know you want new content. It's all good, man. I know. I, but I but I sound like an idiot for a half hour, Nick. You know, I, 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 stumbling no, around like it was Nick Sirianni's press conference. Oh, listen, and Reese, one more thing, Reese. Like, yes. If he went, if he went to the Carter Hart Hard Hockey School wow. during the off season two years ago, that that's that fiasco what was that bottom top of the eighth against the Astros. Where? Oh, when he made era. when he made the error of the uh, of the first Dude, baseline. Like, yeah. Can you Carter Hart it? Can you just get a? Well, I don't think Carter Hart's the right. Yeah, I was about know, to say. Front of the right day, yeah. day to use Carter Hart as an example. <laughs> yeah, but right, where are we I got going you. With that? Well, I think you're saying from glove side. You know, go to scoop the baseball. Okay, it was not the Carter. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. I didn't, I, I got nervous over it. I'm like, I'm Jeez. not saying anything. Can we use a different he goalie? Reese, he said Reese. I'm thinking he's talking about me, and he said Carter Hart. I'm like, what the hell's going on now? No, nah, we never. I mean, Mark Tambroder. You know, Patrick. Wah. He's the Sam Erson. Yeah, Sam Erson. Ersan uh, Ilyasova, the new. The, I knew, I do know Ersan. Well, that's why I keep wanting to call the Flyers goalie. Is Ersan Ilyasova? His name's Sam Erson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. I think what he's talking about again. We're not we're we're, we're not talking about Reese and Carter Hart in the same right. conversation. Right. Clear that up. Briskalov. <laughs> Briskalov. Um, because if he could just scoop the baseball in Game Five, maybe we're world champions. 
Now, good point. The game five again. It's gonna be one of those things. Game fives in Philadelphia Phillies history don't traditionally. Besides the World Series in 08. Mm-hmm. game five and eleven, obviously horrible. Game five in the World Series last year, Reese struck out against Justin Verlander early in the game. They completely killed all the momentum. He made the big error late. But we're not making this about Reese. Yeah, we're, yeah, this is, they were celebrating. Celebrate Reese. Reese. I'm just saying, I'm a buzzkill. This guy's bringing up his error in the World Series. <laughs> yeah, uh, what but, is going on right yeah, now? But that's called accountability. <laughs> oh, so when I do it, it's a buzzkill. When he does it, it's accountability. Yeah, because of the team. Well, you did it in the middle of your top five. Yeah, well, you're celebrating him. And plus, you're like, he sucked in September of 17 as a rookie. The team sucked anyway. Yeah, and he wanted people to only write about the good stuff, too. I know. I that's know. true. I remember that, too. Well, yeah. listen, it's, it's, we didn't say it was perfect. Yeah, we didn't say it was perfect. <laughs> who could forget? Peaks and valleys. Yeah, who could forget uh, Aaron Altair taking. Clayton Kershaw deep in the in September of seventeen. That's all that matters. That's, That's all that matters. Yeah, well, you yeah, remember I that? Could, I I could forget that. I could. I, I didn't. I don't even remember. It was, that. You weren't locked in on September of seventeen <laughs> down the no. stretch. It was the first time I no. felt anything Phillies related in about six years. Was when Altair took Kershaw deep in seventeen. Man, that's when the Eagles were taking off. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was a great year in seventeen. But yeah, if Reese could have, well, we did start that season off one and two, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or no, we could have gone one and two. But as the Giants, Jake game. Elliott made the field. Started goal, the year yeah. one and one. Yes. We lost to Kansas City. Yes. Um, but yeah, if Reese could have put the ball in play against Verlander, maybe we're world champs. Let's get to the Mark Reese text line, which is brought to you by Mount Holly Nissan. New twenty twenty fours are arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan. Minutes from everywhere, just over the bridge. Online, MountHollyNissan.com. Text line. When did becoming a gym instructor become the only qualification for an NFL head coach? Joe in Marlton. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty similar. I would hope he does more than a gym teacher, but he's being taken out of a lot of things for sure. He seems like the guy at, like, the local gym, like, leading a class. Like, all right, you know, let's get motivated here at 5 in the morning. He seems like a big uh, whistle turner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He doesn't do anything else. (laughs) Watching. He's an overseer. He's a lifeguard. CEO. Culture builder. Nick Sirianni, you better have a good culture next year because the culture fell apart this year. Culture don't matter if you ain't winning. I don't care how good you guys are getting along. You go in there and you're 6 and 11. We don't care how much everybody likes each other. We're upset. Yeah. <laughs> He's not surviving a 6 and 11 year. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't I think so. I totally agree. Well, you never know. <laughs> that would be his first losing season. No, man. He's two years ago. He's in the world, in the, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Got it. They are something, man. Like they are, they are. They, they they defy logic sometimes. The Eagles. How are we getting four head coaching? Yeah, you just wanted it to be five. Yeah, it would have been. I know. I know. Well, listen. That's why I wanted Belichick. I need Belichick to sit out the year. By the way, that's my new sit out the year, wait a year, and then bring him and home. Then next. bring him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he'll be more palatable next offseason for people. What's next? Looking forward to tomorrow's afternoon show, weekdays at 2.30, Sirianni <laughs> Standard Time. Brian and Glenn Olden. Somebody else was waiting at 2.30. Everybody was waiting at 2.30, I would imagine. The whole Delaware Valley was waiting for 2.30. You know what yeah. they said? Here's another extra half hour where, yeah. where, where Jack could sound like an idiot. Well, I didn't think you sounded like an idiot. No, I know. I just, I, I'm, I'm usually pretty planned out. You, know? well, you can't control the press conferences. Well, <laughs> then just say three. <laughs> You got to prepare for this. They're never on time. I know. Like, I, you knew that was I, I was said pre- 2.45, so I was expecting 2.45. No, I know. I'll be better. Hey, it's all about it's either, lose, either win or you learn. As like, what is that one I of your say? core values? It is, but well, it is one of Jalen's core values. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, very on board, I'm sure, with the Brian Johnson removal. What's next? Hey, let me talk. <laughs> Howie in South Philly. He heard Nick going on. <laughs> and, and, and knew that that could go wrong. Said, yeah, he said, "Hold on, get me the ball. Let me get in here. Get, yeah, me, get me the ball. Give me the, the ball, ball and get out of the way for one second. Let me cook. Let me cook. I'll calm everyone down. Nice part about how he answers. They're usually forty seconds and under. Nick, he does get to his answers a little quicker. Yeah, he he appre- more succinct. You know what that is? He appreciates a good cut. You know what I mean? Sirianni is about a minute and forty in. I feel like that's when he gets to the meat of it. It's like a herb call. You know what I mean? Like, like Herb calls usually six minutes in. Like, all right, there it is. First two minutes, not always there. A lot of, a lot of rambling going on there. Yeah. yeah rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Yeah. That's what's going on. What's next? I'm supposed to buy beer for people in Wisconsin? Jamie Huskins in California. <laughs> so they chose the right place. You ain't lying. They'll be buying you beers out there. Uh, I think, uh, I think, so Reese always, he's a thick guy. You know, yeah. I feel like he's, he enjoys a nice 
uh, Bruce Gary once in a while. He's got a little a little beer gut out there. A little, little, little beer, a little, little beer. Gut. Playing for the Brewers. I mean, gotta, you got to have a little beer gut, don't you? For sure. Play first base and hit dingers. Yeah, you need to have a little bit of a gut, as yeah. you know. I, I, I'm well aware now. It took me a long time to get this gut. Man. You're a recently formed gutman. <laughs> you know, some are born like some are born this way. You know, the, the patented Fritz gut. Me, my dad, everyone. Everybody. It's generational. This gut. Hopefully Walker doesn't have it. Hopefully it's. Oh no, he's definitely headed there, man. If it's generational. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. You think he's gonna be tall? Nah, you're taller than your dad and your mom. Yeah, come on. That's why I didn't take. That's why I didn't take. Uh, you know what they said too seriously. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm bigger than my dad since I was 12, man. Come on. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I was a big kid. I was big a big kid. kid. Same here, actually. Yeah. My dad's only five eight. Wow. Oh, wow. Look yeah. at you. No, I think. Uh, uh, I so I think he's gonna be a shorter. I think I think five ten. If I had to guess Walker's side, I would say five ten. How tall is Jill? Five two. Five three. So he's like he's right now he's in the forty seventh percentile. Okay. So he's like right around average. Five ten, five eleven. Okay. But he's in the sixty ninth percentile of weight. Nice. Thank you, Buzz. Yes. I don't even know what the, any of this means. Well, I get very excited about the percentiles because he started off in like the nineties of both, and I'm like, right. bang, six four. Yeah. I don't think we're getting six four. Well, he might get six feet. And I think he's a lefty. Oh, well, that's a good thing. In in baseball guard, yeah. I can, if he gets eighty four, he's getting a scholarship. He doesn't need ninety in his back pocket. What's next? I'm back. Glenn in Milwaukee. That is my worst nightmare is he eliminates us in the second round. It is the worst thing that could possibly happen yeah. in the sports world. In the next <laughs> Did you ask Pop that question? In the next six months. Yeah. We cannot. On top of losing a World Series, losing a Super Bowl, this Eagle season, last Philly season, Last Sixers, Sixers season, season, losing a playoff series to Doc Rivers. It's not fair, man. Imagine how annoying he's going to be. Oh, you know, and he'll let us know. He would let us know. About yeah, they ran me out of Philadelphia. Yeah. He's going to do that. You know he's going to do yeah. that. Yeah. They no didn't doubt. appreciate me enough in Philadelphia. Yeah, sometimes you got to appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you got to appreciate it. Well, he's going to do the Donovan speech. <laughs> Down in Washington. Yeah, what did you say? What was that? It was sometimes you can't appreciate what they don't have or something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Either way, it's going to piss the yeah. entire city off. Yeah. That, that That is the worst case scenario there. And again, you're choosing down 3-1 or up 3-1? I had to rethink that. I need to be up 3-1. I'll, I'll take up 3-1 with Nick Nurse. He hasn't blown any 3-1 leads. Don't think so. Yeah. We closed Doc out. We need to close Doc out. Didn't have fire in, in Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I just I, I'm surprised he got another job. I, like I just, how many more times we have to go through this? I mean, <laughs> well, we don't have. to No, go I know, it. but like for, for Docker, like why are you, are you are you hiring Doc? Like I just well, I don't I don't know, get it. You know what it is? Because he really doesn't want to be a TV guy. No, he wants to be on the sidelines in the locker room. He, he's a coach. He's a coach. He's a lifer. Celebrate wants, him. Celebrate all the stuff he does well. He wants the one so to, to, to erase the 08 narrative. He hasn't won since 08. Right, most enough. And I was gonna say, and I don't think he would have left the TV job for any NBA job. Like he's getting a chance to coach Giannis and Damian Lillard. He's not taking over the Wizards, <laughs> right? Yes, he's not. He's not, yes. yeah, he's, he's, he's not just happy to be there. Yes, exactly right. Exactly. Yeah, he, right. he saw this and was like, you know what? Milwaukee's not that bad. Yeah, but he's a snake too, because he's a consultant. Oh, he's definitely a snake. There's no way he he wasn't undermining Adrian Griffin out there, man. There's no way. They're breaking down film. He's like, here's what he's doing wrong. Yeah, he's supposed to be a consultant with him to help him. And meanwhile, he's going back to the owner like, this this kid is clueless. Yeah, and texting Giannis. I got you. I I wonder if he played for Doc. Giannis? No, Adrian uh, Griffin. Oh, I don't know. I think he played for the Celtics at one point. Maybe. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. We'll, we'll get buzz on it. Let's I get, remember his number was 44. I'm, I wonder why you remember Exactly. That. <laughs> I wonder why you By remember. the way, when uh, the, the one caller was saying we all see ourselves in certain players or who we can be, Okay. you know who I saw myself in the other night, and I had that reoccurring uh, thinking of, I know I could have been in the NBA. Paul Reed? Paul Reed. <laughs> I think I actually texted Spike. Paul that. Reed. Because I was, I was so mad at Spike. Every time I see Paul Reed on the, yeah. on the court, it makes me mad. Because it's me, all Spike's fault. Me too. And I just choose not to say anything because the whole Paul Reed hive will come after you. Yeah. He has no touch. Like <laughs> I, I don't even know why. And we're paying $9 million? $9 million. It's unbelievable. $9 million. It's unbelievable. Adrian Griffin was 44, played for the Celtics, but pre-Doc Rivers. Okay. 
Doc, Doc was the coach in Orlando at the time. Ah. Okay, see, there you go. Way to go, boss. Yeah, I had a good memory. All, all my my brain cells aren't aren't. They're still working. Jingling around in my head. That's good. That's good. G's <laughs> in California. What's happening, G? What's up, guys? How you doing today? What's up, G? What's up? What's up? Hope that everybody's good. Uh, I just want to talk about the presser. I was listening to it a little bit late, but I got back to it, and Sirianni seemed kind of flat. I mean, going to his initial. Uh, Presser, when he got hired here, I mean, at least he had something to say. Right now, it's kind of like what, what did he say in his stuff. first presser? Well, I mean, it wasn't something that was too promising. He was talking about flowering and fertilizing. And <laughs> no, that, that was a little bit. Oh, later. That was during the season. That was during yeah. the season. <laughs> okay, my bad. Yeah, I got the timeline messed up. But okay, so moving on to the coordinators, I think Fangio's a good pick. I mean, he's not terrible. Ideally, I wanted someone earlier, like uh, a Ron Rivera or a Denard Wilson, to help with the. Our DBs really struggled. And on the offensive side of the ball, I think we should go after someone like uh, enemy is a name that I'm not hearing too much compared to the, like, Cliff Kingsbury and stuff. So mm-hmm. I would like to see someone like Bien-Aimé, uh kind of bringing that Andy Reid-style offense and working with Jalen, too, hopefully uh, try to help him progress as a thrower and an uh, offensive leader uh, like they did in Kansas City with Mahomes, hopefully bring some of that winning culture and uh, – some of the practices from their uh, winning franchise to this one. Yeah, he would have been at the top of my list, G. Um, yeah. It doesn't seem some. like – it doesn't seem like, A, he hasn't been technically fired yet from the uh, Washington. Somebody pointed out that he may have signed a multi-year deal. Well, because he did interview for the job. Right, he did interview for the job, but he may still be under contract because I don't think he's interviewed any any place else. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess he that technically didn't get fired, but if you're – Ben Johnson. It seems like Ben Johnson is going to be the, the coach. Do you want? Mm-hmm. I mean, Bami is your OC, and Ben Johnson is your. You, in other words, they, they're probably waiting for the new coach to come in and say you're relieved of your duties, which kind of stinks because now he's getting behind the eight ball. Definitely. When it comes to to, to getting an offensive coordinator, yeah, because he hasn't said he. The only place, like we said, he's interviewed is with the uh, Commanders. He yeah. hasn't done any interviews anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And I guess he he can't interview for an offensive coordinator job because you can't leave for. A, a lateral a, a, job. You can't make a lateral move. Yeah. Right. Well, that's yeah. interesting. So, unless you get fired. Unless you get fired, of course. Yes. Yeah, but you can't go from OC to OC. Yep. Uh, Corey's in Columbus. What's happening, Corey? My man, Ike, my brother Jack, what up? What's up? What up, C? Hey, man, listen, I'm cool with Vangio. You know, if you if you want to run the scheme, go get the guy. You know, like, when you, like, we got Patricia, Mr. Pencil over here trying to run Belichick's scheme. You know, sometimes he's branches off the tree. They don't run it like the actual person. Like, we had, <laughs> right. Andy, we had Doug here. No no offense to Doug, but, you know, he ain't Andy Reid. You know, sometimes <laughs> you want to go ahead, you know, and get the main, you know, the stuff. And if that's what they want to do, I'm cool with it. He's a veteran guy. You know, he's seen a lot. Bring him here. But, I mean, I'm going to end the day on some positivity. Howie Roseman, you got a chance to do something that you missed out on going into this season. Y'all talked about the linebackers. Listen, you missed out on Asante Samuel Jr., you missed out on John Runyon's boy. Listen, man, try to not, dog. There it is. Go yeah, buddy. Yes, sir. Go, this, you got the Steelers went out and got Joey Porter Jr. Listen, make this a legacy move. Go out and get the axe man. Bring him to Philadelphia. You got a chance to do it, Howie. You you love to ponder to the fans. You know how to make the fans love you? Go do that, man. That's all I got. Yeah, I agree, Corey. And I think uh, I think you will. I I would not be shocked. I mean, We'll see how uh, Jeremiah tests at the, uh, the the combine and the pro day. You get his measurables and see whether or not he's shooting up people's draft boards. Or you know how it is. Once they mm-hmm. start working these kids out and they get to actually put their their eyes on them and see them up close and personal, some guys shoot up the draft board. Some guys fall down the draft board. You know, Nicobe was a projected number one. I mean, a first, first round rounder. draft pick. He didn't go to the third round. So, and I know medical issues had a little bit to do with that. Um, I have seen him up close and personal. You're talking about six feet plus. Uh, you're talking about somewhere around 235, you know, some 230, 235 in that area. Can move well. I mean, he looks, he certainly looks the part. Yeah. <laughs> he certainly looks the part. So how he tests, how he runs in the 40, how he shows his agility would determine where, because he's an off-the-ball linebacker. He's not one of these rushing, pass-rushing type linebackers right. like a Michael Parsons was in college. Right. Uh, First-team All-American? I believe so. First-team All-American. Yeah, two-time, I believe. Uh, and bigger than Kobe, right? 
Yes. He's bigger than the COVID. Yes. I mean, and listen, both the teams, uh, Ross Tucker talked about this morning, about how both of the best teams in football this year have good off-ball linebackers. I mean, yeah. Fred Warner, mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Queen and Roquan down there in, in yep. Baltimore. I guess Patrick Queen's more the off-ball guy. But, mm-hmm. uh, again, no pressure, kid, if if we do draft you. <laughs> but I'm going to need Jeremiah Trotter Jr. Trotter oh, or not. Oh, my goodness, yes. Trot or not. The, oh, fi- yes. the 50th pick in the draft. If you have to trade up and go get him, who cares? Let's do it. Yeah. Enough of the, the little Georgia nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got enough Georgia guys. Let's get, <laughs> let's get a Clemson Tiger in here. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Last one was what? Uh, Brian Dawkins. No. Oh, Kayvon. no, it was uh, Kayvon Wallace. You're right. By the way, a safety from Clemson being drafted here is about the worst <laughs> worst possible thing for a young player. But regardless, we will start the Trotter Not campaign. That's now. right. Well, hey, might we'll, as well. We're in the offseason now. Might as well do it now. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Like a fun show. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm sure continue to pick our way through that press conference because there's a lot in there. Yeah, there'll be things that'll come up that we that we didn't pick up on today. And I'm sure as the people listen back to yeah. it, we'll, we'll find more things to get Well, we into. missed about th- three or four minutes of it. Hey, because, I, I didn't want to point that Yeah, out. we were talking to ourselves in here, and Buzz didn't <laughs> let us know until we were – whatever. Sorry. Obviously, Dan Wilson produced the show today. Tom Kelly's coming up next. He'll take you through the rest of the night on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.